So the Lord has instructed me here tonight to bring some scripture, and this scripture is going to be spoken and, and, and prayed, prayed through. We are not spectators. You are not spectators. You shouldn't be spectators. God wants to stir within you so that you become a radical warrior who knows their rights in Christ and that walk, they walk completely in the authority of Christ without blood stain upon them, guilt, right? Because you know how to, you know how to repent quickly, which is kind of what I've been talking to you already about tonight, isn't it? Mark 9, 23. I'm going to go through scripture. I'm going to go through scripture fast. I will quote the scripture so you will have that reference. So if you're going to try to keep it all and write it all, you might end up getting a little bit behind. Before I start this, because I believe that there is some warfare that needs to be dealt with. And this is what the Lord had me write up. Yeah. And obviously, and, and we can see it. But Psalm 25, 2 says, your enemies will not triumph over you. Okay, they're not going to triumph over you. You know the word of the Lord. This is the word of the Lord. So right now I'm just going to have you all start praying in tongues. Just praying your Holy Spirit, praying your language, your heavenly language. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Lord God, for what you're doing tonight. Thank you, Lord God. Every spirit of resistance comes down. Every obstacle, every, every foul spirit comes down right now. I decree right now every spirit of witchcraft. I command that spirit of witchcraft to leave right now. Every place where there is vulgar words being spoken, I command them to be silenced and cast out. And the spirit behind them to be cast out in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Yes, Lord, we bind up that spirit of witchcraft. Yes, Lord, we cast it out. Yes, Lord, you're blood is enough. Yes, Lord, we apply it right now in the name of Jesus. Father, you said, Mark 9, 23, Jesus said, if you can believe, all things are possible to him who believes. If you can believe, all things are possible. And that's Mark, Mark 9, 23. We are believing believers. We believe. Therefore, all things are possible to us, right? Say, all things are possible for me and to me because I believe in the Lord Jesus Christ. I believe in his word, right? Amen. Blessed is the Lord. Come on. Blessed be the Lord, my rock, who trains my hands for war and my fingers for battle. You have been trained. You are being trained. That is Psalms 144, 1. Blessed be the Lord. You are my rock. Lord, you are our rock. You train our hands for war. You train our fingers for battle. Lord, we are being trained. You've trained us. You continue to train us. Lord God, with every battle that we fight, with every war that we win, Lord God, we just get stronger and stronger and stronger, Lord God. Father God, there is more victory in store because we rise up to the occasion and we say, no, 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 no. I stand on the word of God. I stand on the word. I know the word will never return unto me void. So right now in the name of Jesus, let the intercessories, the intercessor spirit just rise up within you. Every intercessor right now just to rise up and decree it right now. Now, you are being trained. You are being trained. Your hands are being trained for war. Your fingers are being trained for a battle. That everything that you touch, the Lord will cause uh, the blessing to come upon you if you're right with him. If you're right with him, if you're not right with him, you will see the brokenness, the emptiness. You will see the robbery, the thievery. But if you're right with God, say, I want to be right with God. I walk right with God. I choose to be right with God. Therefore, I have the blessings of the Lord upon my life. Hallelujah. Amen. Glory to God. The word is powerful. We love the word of God. And Psalm 18:39 says, For you have armed me with strength for the battle, Lord God. You have subdued under me those who rose up against me. Do you believe the word of God? It says, you have armed me with strength for the battle. You're already armed. There should be absolutely no fear. There should be absolutely no hesitation. You are already equipped. I'm equipped. I'm equipped for the battle. Whatever the battle might be, I'm already equipped. You're equipped for the battle because God has armed you with strength. He's armed you with strength. 
Amen? A strength for the battle. So he says, you have subdued under me those who rose up against me. So those that rose up against you are literally under your feet. You got to see it as such. They're under your feet and you're walking upon them on them, right? You're walking upon them if you remember who you are in Christ and you do not allow a spirit that is not of God to remain in your heart. When you allow a spirit that is not of God to remain in your heart, you cannot walk in what I'm telling you you can walk in. Not fully because you are crippled by your own indecision. You have to decide which side are you going to be on? Whose are you going to belong to? Amen. So the word that I speak is the word of God, but it's the word that's going to require something of you all. It's going to require some decisions. It's going to require some sold out living. It's going to require that you walk 100% committed to this word that doesn't return void. No matter what anybody else does. I don't care who does something else in your family. I don't care what they do, say. It doesn't matter. If it doesn't line up with the word of God, you're not going to touch it. Say, I'm not going to touch it. If it doesn't line up with the word of God, I want no part in it. I am going to be committed to the truth. I'm going to be committed to the word. I will stand alone if I have to stand alone, but I will not partner. I will not partner with unbelief and with mixture. We will not partner with unbelief. We will not partner with mixture. Amen. Amen. The Lord is good. He has given us too many. He has raised us up. His promises are yes and amen. He is, so, he is so faithful to us. Who are we to think, wow, Lord, such a good, good God, and here we are just kind of waiting and watching. No, God says, arise and shine, for your light has come. The glory of God risen upon you. Hallelujah. Thank you, Father. The Lord will cause your enemies who rise up against you to be defeated before your face. This is Deuteronomy 28, 7. What a promise. The, what a, wow. Listen to this word. Deuteronomy 28, 7. The Lord will cause your enemies who rise up against you to be defeated before your face. They shall come against you in one direction, but they're going to flee in seven ways. We know the word of God does not lie. We know God's word is faithful. Amen. It's true. He says that he's, they're going to come against you. They're going to come, but, but, but. They're going to come against you in one direction. Seven ways they're going to flee. Seven ways. See, when you really get that in your spirit, man, the, you know, there's, there's a boldness that comes upon you. And you know, oh, yeah, devil, you're defeated. You were defeated a long time ago. Right, Bobby? He was defeated a long time ago. Glory to God. The Lord will cause. Who's going to cause it? The Lord. The Lord will cause your enemies who rise up against you. So therefore, there are going to be some demonic enemy attacks that rise up against you. But the Lord will cause those enemies to be defeated. Amen. Stop getting mad at people. It's not people. We battle against, we don't battle against flesh and blood, right? And his powers and principalities. So stop getting mad at the individual and, and see them as the pawn in the devil's hands that they are in. Amen. Glory to God. First uh, John 3, 8 says, he who sins is of the devil. Oh, I think I need to repeat that. He who sins is of the devil. Why don't you say it to that side of the room? He who sins is of the devil. Go ahead and tell them. Okay, this side, tell them. He who sins is of the devil. For the devil has sinned from the beginning. For this purpose, the Son of God was manifested. That he might destroy the works of the devil. Jesus came to destroy the works of the devil. So if you're sinning, you're of the devil. If you're in sin, you're of the devil. But God said that Jesus came to destroy Sin, the devil's work, right? He came to destroy the devil's work. Yes, John 10, 10. The thief does not come except to steal, to kill, and to destroy. That's what he comes to do. He comes to steal. He comes to kill. He comes to destroy. He wants to destroy your families. He wants to destroy your relationships. He wants to destroy anything that you put your hand to that God says is good. Right? This is, there's nothing new under the sun. It's just that you need to rise up. Some of you need to get a Holy Ghost fire underneath your, under your feet and rise up and say, no longer am I going to sit back idly. No longer am I going to sit and be a spectator. It's time to get some Holy Ghost unction. Yeah. 
It's time to rise up and realize your rights in Christ and say, I'm not sitting back while the enemy takes over and just completely just bulldozes my family, my home, my church, or whatever belongs to you. Stop sitting back and stop watching when God said, you need to jump into the game. You need to jump in and take action. Right? So the thief, the thief does not come except to steal, kill, and destroy. But Jesus said, hallelujah. But Jesus said in John 10, 10, I have come. You know how I read it and how I hear it? That's all that needed to be said. Amen. But I have come. Right. Everything else is not even needed to be spoken. Amen. Because it just goes without even speaking it. It says, I have come that they may have life and that they may have it more abundantly. Every single day you are supposed to be having more of an abundant life than you did yesterday. And if you don't, it's not God's fault, it's yours. Where are you not standing on the truth? Where have you allowed the devil to deceive you? Because he's, his promises are yes and amen, more abundantly. Say, I have more abund life, more abundantly. Joy, more abundantly. Provision, more abundantly. I won't settle for anything else, will you? We will not settle for anything else. Exodus 14, 24. Now it came to pass in the morning watch that the Lord looked down upon the Egyptians through the pillar of fire and cloud, and he troubled the army of the Egyptians. And that's what he does. He troubles the army of the Egyptians. He troubles those that are coming against you. He I don't know about some of you. You know what? I get happy when I think about that because I know that the, the Bible says this battle belongs to the Lord. And so if he's troubling the Egyptian army that comes against you, whatever foe comes against you, he's troubling, you know what? You're going to sit back and you're going to see God's complete breakthrough in your life. If you realize, wow, wow, God works for me. He's not working against me. God is working for you, not against you. The problem is, is some people are working against God. And the problem is not on God's end. The problem is on the people's end, right? We do not want to work against God. We do not want to harden our hearts. We do not want to walk in a hardened state because that will completely remove you from the blessing. Is anybody hearing me today? Second Thessalonians 1 Thessalonians 1.6, God will repay with tribulation those who trouble you. What? Yes. God will repay with tribulation those who trouble you. That's why I don't get worried about it when somebody, oh, this person's against you. This person said this and that. This is happening against you. Oh, they're planning this and that. Let them plan it. Let them do whatever they want to do because they're really not coming against me. They're coming against my God. Do you really think I'm afraid? Do you really think that it moves me? It only moves me to worship him even more. It only moves me to rise up in faith and say, devil, you are defeated. You don't know the word of God as much as you thought you knew the word of God. God, it'll both right because we know something God is faithful to his word so God will repay for some of you that thought God would never hurt anybody the Lord would never do anything that would be at all considered you know hurtful or, or of, of like death nobody would are you kidding me God is love but God is just God is just. Let's not forget that. So God will repay with tribulation those who trouble you. So when you stand on this verse, 2 Thessalonians 1.6, and you said, Lord, you said that you will repay with tribulation. Now remember, we're not wishing somebody, some person, evil or bad. But we realize the spirit that is behind that person is going down. The assignments that that person has been manipulated with is being destroyed. Are we all on the same page? Isaiah 49, 25, but thus saith the Lord, even the captives of the mighty shall be taken away, and the prey of the terrible be delivered, for I will contend with him who contends with you and your children I will save. Some of you are contending for a child or a grandchild, but the word of the Lord says, I will save. He says, I will contend. I'm going to contend. I will contend with those who contend with you and your children. I will save. 
Isaiah 49, 25. Let's go back and pray in the spirit a little bit. You know, you got too many people with too much head knowledge and their spirit's not activated and all they want to do is get more and more information and they just get big heads is all they get. They just get big heads but their spirit is not stirred up and they can't even like, they can't even squat a fly. They, they can't even deal with a little tiny minion but they're getting big heads. They got a whole lot of knowledge but they can't stand against a demonic little power, a little power. Forget about about a principality, start stirring up your most holy faith. Start to pray in the spirit. Pray in the spirit right now. Go, go, go. Pray in the spirit. Pray. Activate. Activate this spirit right now in the name of Jesus. Not on my watch, devil. Not on my watch. Every demonic, vile, wicked scheme coming against any one of them in their homes, in their relationships right now. We silence, we cast out, we mute, we muzzle the enemy's attack right now. We decree right now that slanderous spirit coming against some of you. I take authority and cast it down, command it to go, leave it, go, tell it to go right now. Tell it to go in the name of Jesus for his Dominion is an everlasting dominion. It's the dominion of the Lord. It is an everlasting dominion. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Daniel 4:34 says his dominion is a his, his dominion is, is an everlasting dominion. His kingdom is from generations to generations. Every generation. His dominion is his power, his rule. His power, his rule. Goes on and on and on, and it never ends. Never ends. Hallelujah. Jeremiah 23, 29. He said, is not my word like a fire? Is not my word like a fire? Like a hammer that breaks the rock in pieces? When the enemy picks up rocks to destroy you, and that's kind of what happens. Some of you just need to have spiritual eyes to understand what I'm talking about. When the enemy picks up rocks to destroy you, remind him of the word. Remind him of what I just read, that the word of God is like a hammer that breaks the rocks in pieces. He's trying to throw stones at you, but the word is like a hammer that breaks the rocks in pieces so get your hammers out church some of you would do good just to get your hammer out which is the word of the Lord amen, amen. destroy those rocks they were meant to destroy you destroy those rocks they were meant to destroy you oh Jesus and, and by the way some of you are unequally yoked some of you are unequally yoked and the reason that you can't go forward is because you're stuck because you've made a choice a poor one do not be unequally yoked because if you're unequally yoked, you will never, never, never reach the potential that God has for you because that who you've chosen is keeping you back. There you go. There's some godly advice for you. As bold as a lion, you will come against the warfare that is coming against you if you rise up and realize what I'm talking about. Okay? As bold as a lion. That's what we're called to be. The righteous are as? Very good. Let's try the second and third row. The first row, got, they got it really, really well. The righteous are? Now we've got the back row. How about the middle? The righteous are? <laughs> Amen. That's right. So the righteous are as bold as a lion. Yeah, and we're coming against all the warfare that comes against us. Every day and every moment. Every day. I am the redeemed of the Lord. Come on. I am redeemed from the curse of the law. You are the redeemed of the Lord. You are redeemed, already have been redeemed. You've been redeemed from the curse of the law. You're not under a curse unless you place yourself there. Jesus already paid that price, right? You were healed by his stripes, right? We we're healed by his stripes. You are the healed of the Lord. God calls you healed. He calls you whole. He calls you healed. Yes. We live on every word that proceeds from the mouth of God, right? That, that's Matthew 4.4. 4. We live on 
every word. Come on, some of us would do well and just say, I just need to live on the word. I just need to eat the word. Every word that proceeds from the mouth of God, I just want to live on every word, every word, every word. Thank you, Lord God. You said in Matthew 4, 4, every word. We're going to live on every word that comes forth out of your mouth. And if somebody gets offended, so be it. Amen. If somebody gets offended and you're walking right before God, so be it. Do you hear what I'm saying? To, to rise up and to be bold for Jesus, you will offend people. Yeah. If you think you're not going to ever step on toes, you're wrong. I'm sure you all knew that already. Yep. Yeah, we know. And sometimes it's people that you love the most and they're the closest to you. Oh, they'll be offended. They were offended with Jesus. It's, not, it's none of your concern. Let it go. Trust God. Pray. But keep on keeping on, soldiers. You're soldiers. We're not going to sit back with this idle mentality of, I'm going to sit back. And I'm just going to let the preacher do all my work for me. I'm going to let the worship team do all my work for me. No. You're going to get up and you're going to do your own worship. You're going to get up and you're going to start preaching your own word. You're going to get up and you're going to start preaching soul. I'm going to preach to the soul. David did it. David did it, didn't he? Soul, why are you so downcast? Put your hope in God. Amen. We got to preach to our own souls sometimes, right? It's good to have a preacher. It's good to come and have worship, you know, and have worship teams lead and everything. Wonderful. Praise God. But you can't only depend on them. You must be able to say, soul, put your hope in God all throughout the week. Amen. 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 The king of kings. He's my father. The king of kings, he's your father. And I am a warrior with a purpose. You are warriors with a purpose. And the king of kings, come on, he's your father. We carry the fire of God and the anointing that breaks yokes. Like literally just breaks that yoke in pieces. You know, when we walk in, when I walk in, I guess I'll, I'll speak for myself. When I walk in anywhere, not just here, I know that the heavenly army walks in with me. Do you? How many of you know this, like, not just head knowledge, but you know in your spirit, when I walk in, I don't care where I go. It could be the grocery store. It could be your neighbor's house. It doesn't matter where you go. At work, church, anywhere. When you walk in, you have to know that you know that you know that the heavenly army walks in with you. Amen. This is how we are called to walk, church. Because we are kings and priests. We're not weak and, and, and paupers and still needing all this help. God is my help. God is my strength. Anything I need, I get from him. I'm just trying to remind you of who you are, and for some, tell you for the first time who you are. Because until someone tells you, how are you going to know? There was a time none of us knew. The world doesn't tell you this, do they? They tell you the exact opposite. But there was a day where some of you got the revelation, you heard it, and you go, that's who I am. And I'm walking in a whole nother standard today. I'm walking in the height of what God has called me to walk in. I am not going to be subdued by some demonic, unseen force that tries to quench the spirit of God. Are you, you hearing me, right? So I'm here to wake you up and to tell you what you actually own in Christ are you going to grab hold of it and walk with it? That's up to you. So when you walk in, the heavenly army is supposed to walk in with you. That means the angelic realm. Supposed to walk in with you. There is nothing that the enemy can do to you that God has not already allowed, that you are not already equipped to battle. Nothing. So with the sword of the Lord, I dismantle every enemy assignment and we chop off Goliath's head. 
Some of you need to chop off Goliath's head. Again, I'm going to have you go back. Go back into praying in tongues. You got to chop off that Goliath's head. We chop it off right now. We decree right now that the works of darkness are under our feet. We decree right now no weapon formed against us shall prosper. We thank you, Lord God, for separating right now that which is of you and that which is not. We thank you, Lord God, for truth to prevail in the name of Jesus. Jeremiah 30, 23 says, let the vortex of the Lord, yes, let the vortex of the Lord, be let it decapitate the wicked's assignment. The vortex of the Lord, let it decapitate the enemy's assignments. There are assignments. The enemy lets them, let, brings them forth. But let the vortex of the Lord literally decapitate. Oh, some of you are so uncomfortable with that kind of a scripture, but I don't know why. It's because you don't know warfare. Not fully. The whirlwind of the Lord goes forth with a vengeance upon the wicked. The whirlwind of the Lord, which is the destructive force that's going to destroy the enemy's plans, goes forth, goes forth with a vengeance upon the wicked. You got to know this. Amen. You're not helpless. The king of kings is on your side. That's Jeremiah 30, 23. Exodus 23, 27, he said, I will send confusion to your enemies and I will cause them to turn away. This is a promise of God. Hallelujah. He says, I'm going to send confusion to your enemies. I'm going to send confusion to their camp, and they're going to, I'm going to cause them to turn away. People go, I don't know what happened. I don't know what happened. You know, everything was all set up to destroy God's people. I had it all set up. It was perfect. It was a perfect, destructive plan all ready to go. And then what happened? Confusion hit, and everyone went their own way. That's right, because if you stand in purity, if you stand holy before the Lord your God, if you don't cower, if you stand in truth and rise up and say, this is the word of the Lord, I will not look at, I will not be, I will not be subject to the demonic plans. I will speak the word of God. This word says that the Lord is going to send confusion to my enemies, and he's going to cause them to turn away. So when the plans all of a sudden quickly change and everybody goes, I don't know what happened. Wow, how did that happen? It was a miracle. It was a miracle. I'm always amazed at people. Wow, it was a miracle. They don't really know their word. It's authority. Yeah, of course there's a miracle. God is a miracle working God. He's the one that allowed it to happen. But it's authority because this should happen all the time in your lives. And it doesn't happen all the time because you don't know who you really are in Christ. Man, is it quiet in here. Except for a few. Come on, you, you stop getting beat up. Enough of letting the enemy beat you up when you have been seated in the seat of authority. Amen. I'm here to shake you up tonight, clearly. <laughs> he says we're shaken. <laughs> in the best of ways, of course. The best of ways. You know, this message is definitely for those that are facing opposition, Definitely for, for those that have, you know, vile, demonic threats coming against them, wicked, just stuff, just junk, all this demonic spewing against yourself or against someone you love. Yep. He stirred this in my spirit. I knew that I knew that I knew. Boy, I needed to get this thing out. And that's what we're doing. Amen. You know, many times over the years, I have found myself right here in this position, militantly fighting. Your Lord, please, prayers don't really, aren't, they don't always work. There are certain times you need to get rid of the Lord, please, and realize God already has. And now he says, I want you to put my word in your mouth and start to speak it like you know what you mean. Like who you really are as a warrior. No weapon formed against you is going to prosper. Stop being intimidated by every little weapon that comes against you. And go, oh, God, please help. Hey, we all there, we're all there sometimes. I get it. But that can't be where you live all the time. Amen. 
So for many times, many times over the years, found myself right here, militantly fighting, militantly warring over critical matters. And I'll tell you right now, every time the Lord has granted me success. Amen. Every time the Lord has granted me success. Glory to God in the highest. Hallelujah. I will not back down and you know it. Yes, he does. Always leads us into triumph. But we have to be willing to be led. Some people are not willing to be led. Some people refuse to be led. And they sit there and they continue with the same old, same old while your families are being destroyed. And there's ought against one another. And there's unforgiveness against husband and wives or against father to son or mother to daughter. And you think that's not going to affect your prayer life? You wonder why your prayers aren't being answered when you have ill in your heart. You have ought in your heart. You're not walking rightly, and yet you just come and say, Lord, please, it, see, it doesn't work. Oh, Christianity works all right. You just need to know truth and stop listening to lies. If it doesn't line up with the word of God, you've got to get it out of there. You've got to completely reject it. You cannot let it stew. You cannot let it have its way in your heart. If you let it have its way in your mind, it'll get into your heart. And it'll become a byproduct of your life. When God has promised you so many, so many good things, his blessings are incredible. The blessings of God, they overwhelm and overtake us. But again, you got to be willing to be led. So I say that not in boasting in myself, but every single time the Lord has granted me success. Why? Because the Lord is faithful to his word. That is why the Lord is faithful to his word. And if you just, if you just get up and say, Lord, your word says this, I don't feel it. Not 100%. Forget the feelings. I don't see it. Forget what you see. In the natural, learn to train yourself. Train yourselves. This is not preached everywhere. I can tell you that for a fact. This is not preached in every church, every Christian church. I can tell you that for a fact. We went to a, we went to a church for many, many years. I never heard any of this kind of, never heard any of this. Never, not once, not once. But God started to teach me. He started to stir this. And let me tell you, I needed to learn this because I did not know how to really stand in my authority. And so while everything was caving in, God started to teach me about how to really stand on his word, how to write out those scriptures, how to put them everywhere you go, bring them with you. And I would be literally driving and pulling out these three by five cards everywhere. They were in my glove compartment box. They were everywhere in my car, in my purse, on purpose. Because I knew that I knew that I knew that this was a sword, my sword, and I needed to speak it out every time the enemy came and said, you're done. Your family's done. I said, no, they are not, devil. Get behind me, Satan. And I would decree the word of the Lord. I would literally pull over. When I'm driving sometimes, I would pull over. And I would open up that Bible. If I couldn't find anything, I would open up my Bible. I got to find the word. I got to find the word. And I'd find it. And I don't care how long. If I was late, I was late. I was on God's timing because when the enemy came in like a flood, oh, the word of the Lord comes. His banner over you is love. But that love is not sloppy agape. It causes you to rise up. And I learned something. I learned something that day. That I will never forget. And it's just an inner witness. I learned how no matter what and no matter who comes against you. If you keep yourself in the Lord. If you keep the word coming forth out of you. You in partnership with the Holy Spirit are two coming into agreement. And you will have victory. That's why I said I had victory every single time. 
For some of you, it's not your kids, it's your spouse that you're standing for. Well, rise up and be the man or the woman that God wants you to be and stand and cover them Amen. in prayer. The fights in the spirit have been long, but he is faithful. He is faithful, and he upholds you with his righteous right hand. That's Isaiah, that's Isaiah 41.10. The fights sometimes are long. The battle is long sometimes, but he is faithful, and he will uphold you with his righteous right hand. I want to read Isaiah 41.10. It says, fear not, for I am with you. Be not dismayed, for I am your God. I will strengthen you. Yes, I will help you. Yes, I will uphold you with my righteous right hand. It is the righteous right hand of the Lord that upholds you. Amen. <laughs> Amen. I can always know the people that have gone through some stuff. Yeah. I, can, I can always tell the people that have gone through some serious warfare and are still standing to tell the story. Yeah. So, like I said, this message slash prayer, it's all kind of combined. You're going to want to return to it. You're going to want to return to it time and time again until the warrior in you arises. And that's, that's my prayer for you. His is that the warrior in you arises. So God has chosen you to fight on behalf of those who cannot or will not speak for themselves right now or pray for themselves right now, right? God has chosen you. Say, God has chosen me to be the warrior that he has called me to be. I will stand in the gap. Oh, it gets ugly. When you stand in the gap, it gets ugly. In other words, it, get, it could look scary. It could look like it gets worse before it gets better. That's normal, expected. But just know that if you keep on keeping on, God is always faithful to his word. Always. Father, you said in your word, if I regard iniquity in my heart, the Lord would not hear me. That's, a, that's according to Psalm 66, 18. If we have iniquity, the Lord is not going to hear. In other words, that's why when we come, we need to come with already have repented and, and, and ask the Lord to forgive and cleanse your heart. So critical, so important. So, Father, today, I want, let's all pray this, or I'll pray. You can just be in agreement. But, Father, as an act of my will and according to your word, I choose to forgive the offenders. I choose to forgive the perpetrators. I choose to forgive the vile, vindictive, evil, uh, even criminal behaviors. We choose to forgive them right now. Father, we forgive those that are, that are working, Lord, literally with the demonic power and presence, and they don't even realize it. Lord, every lie, every scheme, every, every word curse that's being spoken, we choose to forgive them right now. We forgive them. Father, we choose to forgive them according to your word. Father, we forgive the corrupt, detestable, evil trickery and scheming sinful ways of anyone who has come against us or our loved ones. Right now, we choose to forgive them. Just forgive them right now. That's the best thing you can do right now is forgive. Forgive them. Yes, Lord God. Yes, Lord God. Father, not only do we choose to forgive the offenders, but you, we also ask you to forgive us, Father, any bitterness any rage that wells up within our hearts, any judgments that comes up again in our hearts, any slander that rises up within us, anything that results in our own heart uh, walking in wickedness, we repent. That is according to Ephesians 4, 31 and 32. For the anger of man does not produce the righteousness of God. James 1, 20. The anger of man, it does not produce the righteousness of God. There is a holy anger. There is a righteous anger. But the anger of man, be careful. Proverbs talks much about an angry man not to do life with them, not to be associated and be close to one that is an angry man. In other words, someone that has a really quick temper. Because it leads to death, leads to murder. So the anger of man, now, and I'm talking about just in the flesh now. I'm talking about anger in the flesh. You're just, you think it's righteous. No, you're just angry in the flesh. And you've got to be able to tell the difference. The anger of man does not produce the righteousness of God. 
In your anger, is it producing righteousness? Do, are, you, are you loving the offender? Are you forgiving them? Do you see them as a pawn in the devil's hands? Or is it really like you thinking you're against them? Because that's not biblical. It's not you against them. So in Ephesians 4, 26 and 27, the word says, be angry, but do not sin. There is a time to be angry. This anger is righteous anger that we're referring to. Be angry, but it says, do not sin. And the church would do well to understand this because they allow things they shouldn't allow because they've been taught to not be angry. Anger is a sin. No, no, that's misquoting the word of God. It's the anger of man that does not produce the righteousness of God. There is a time to be angry, but that anger needs to be in Christ because you see the word of God being violated. Because you see the word of truth being completely walked all over and disregarded. Are you not Christians? Are you not carrying his truth? Is the Holy Spirit not within you? Are you not grieved when the word is, is grieved? Because the Holy Spirit in you should be grieved at times. And so be angry, it says, and do not sin. Do not let the sun go down on your anger. Then it says, give no place to the devil. Ephesians 4, 26 and 27. Give no place. The enemy was banking on you to give place, giving him place. And in your anger, anger in the flesh, that is, you would have given the enemy place. Doesn't matter what they did to you. I mean, there comes, honestly, there comes a point in time that you have to stop licking your wounds. It doesn't matter anymore. It's time to get up and move forward. Amen. We all get triggered sometimes. Sometimes things come back and you, you know, you're brought back to some memory that just, you know, it starts to haunt you. It's not where you're supposed to live. You're not supposed to live there. Seek the Lord while he may be found. Pray. Press into the presence of God. Get prayer. Ask for prayer. But don't just allow the same old things to continue to happen to you because you're, you're literally not standing as a warrior for Christ. He says, I've got better for you. It's time to rise up. You're my army. How can an army just constantly re just go back? It's time, church. It's time to rise up and literally get a backbone. Father, forgive my loved ones of any stain on their hands. What about our children? What about our spouses? What about those that are not praying for themselves? They don't know how. They don't want to. They're so full of rebellion, they don't care at the moment. Can't you stand in the gap for them? Won't you stand in the gap for them? Father, forgive them. Father, forgive them of stain, which is sin, on their hands. We stand in the gap and we pray according to Luke 23, 34. Luke 23, 34 says, Father, forgive them, for they do not know what they do. That's how you stand in the gap for those that do not know how to pray for themselves. Father, forgive them. They don't know what they do. You would say, no, they know fully what they're doing. Not really. They don't know the depths of what they're doing. Sin has blinded them. And age has nothing to do with what I'm saying. They could be two. They could be 95. It doesn't really matter. Because when the enemy roams around seeking whom he may devour, age is not anything he considers. He could care less how old they are. All he's looking for is, is there an open door? Right? So, Father, forgive them. They know not what they do. We cover them right now with the blood of Jesus. you got to cover them with the blood of Jesus, church. Forgive them. Ask God to forgive them. Cover them in the blood of Jesus. I decree over them that your hand of protection is upon them. Lord, you who know the hearts of man, Lord, save, rescue them. And now, with clean hands and a pure heart, we fight the good fight of faith, not by might, 
not by power, but by my Holy Spirit, says the Lord, Zechariah 4, 6. We love that word. We love the word. It's powerful. Thank you, Lord Jesus. You said in your word in Exodus 23, 22, he says, I will be an enemy to your enemies and an adversary to your adversaries. If you obey the word of the Lord. If you obey the word of the Lord, I will be an enemy to your enemies. What a promise. He says, well, if it's an enemy that rises up against you, I'm going to be their enemy. This is the voice of God speaking. I, I will be an enemy to your enemies and an adversary to your adversaries. If you obey the voice of the Lord. That's why I continue to speak forth. You are warriors. Rise up and stop letting the devil trample all over your emotions, all over your heart, your mind. Don't let fear have its way. Don't let the things of the past have its way because you already are a, a, a warrior. And God says you're victorious if you just do it my way. You got to do it his way. Therefore, with righteous anger, we... We arise and we use the word of the Lord for the Lord detests dishonest scales. And that is Proverbs 11.1. 1. Dishonest scales. Lord is very strong in his wording as to what he says. He detests dishonest scales. In other words, sin is sin. Stop justifying it. Wrong is wrong. Stop making excuses. Just because you love them. You can still love the individual, and you should. But you cannot partner with sin. We're called to love the individual but hate the sin. Wow. It's quiet tonight. But you know what? That's okay. Because I know it's getting through. I know. You know how I know it's getting through? Because it's the word of truth. And it will never return void. God's word is truth. His word is truth, and his word penetrates the hardest of hearts. And the whole point is for God to bring you into a place where you understand the love of God so that you walk right, so that you jump in and realize you're part of the army. What were you doing? Well, you were being deceived before. That's what you were doing. So I speak to the demonic accusations right now, the threats and the wicked agendas that are set up to destroy our loved ones. That's what you got to be praying. Remember, we're praying for our loved ones. Everything that is set up against them right now, you're the one that God has chosen. You are the one. I stand against right now all of the vile, vindictive, demonic, rebellious, idolatrous spirits that are literally seducing them into a blind state of inactivity, inactivity in the word, wrongful activity in the world. Let every prideful, haughty spirit be destroyed by the finger of God. Why don't you all say that? That's, that's scripture, Luke eleven twenty. Luke eleven twenty. That's what I said. Some of you are gonna get this teaching and this prayer and hear it over and over and over and over. Because if you do so, the devil's going to realize, man, they woke up. I've lost. He's lost. So let every prideful, haughty spirit be destroyed by the finger of God. By the finger of God, every demonic force is literally under your feet. That's all it takes is the finger of God. The breath of God. That's all it takes. For his pride and self-exaltation. Hmm. As they, go before, as they go before destruction, a haughty, arrogant, puffed-up spirit goes before a fall. You see somebody operating in pride, self-exaltation, haughtiness, you know, puffed up. God's word is very clear, isn't it? Destruction and a fall. They're going to be destroyed. They're going to fall. Not good. Say, that's not me. That's not me. Yeah. Is that you? I hope not. Say, that's not me. Uh-uh-uh. No. Thank you, Lord. That's Proverbs 16, 18, by the way. 
According to Ecclesiastes 10.8, he who digs a pit will fall into it. Oh, yeah. He who digs a pit is going to fall into it. Whoever breaks through a wall will be bitten by a serpent. And when the hedge is broken, serpents will bite. I know. How often are you in Ecclesiastes? But you do need to know the word, the whole counsel of God, right? So I'll read it again, Ecclesiastes 10.8. He who digs a pit will fall into it. That's why I don't worry when people, oh, but you know this person and this person, and they're saying this and they're doing that, and they hate you, and they're, they're trying to spew spells and cast curses, and I'm like, I just want to laugh at them. I just want to laugh at them because I know my position in the heavenlies. I know who I am in Christ. I just want to laugh at them. My prayer is that you'll get to that. Some of you are also there, but my prayer is that all of us will get to that place where you just want to laugh at it. Not in an arrogant way, not in a prideful, boastful way, but in a, res a resolve that is your assurance is because of Christ in you, the hope of glory. You don't even know what I've been through. You don't even know what God has deposited in me. You will never know, and that's okay, but you'll see the fruit. So therefore, why would you think I'm going to be moved by somebody spewing demonic junk when they're going to fall in their own pit? That's the confidence you need to have in Christ. They're going to fall into their own pit, church. They're going to fall into their own pit. You're not, you're not putting them in the pit. For those of you that are like, is she praying witchcraft prayers? No, you just don't know the word. You don't know the truth. You don't know the word, clearly. That's, this is not witchcraft. I'm not, I'm not exerting my soul. I'm not speaking from my soul to their soul so that what I want happens into their life. I'm speaking the word of God, and I'm also decreeing over spirits and powers and principalities that are operating through people. Amen. That's not witchcraft. Again, Ecclesiastes 10.8, he who digs a pit will fall into it. Who wrote? This is the word of God. Stop digging pits for somebody else because you're going to fall into your own pit. Whoever breaks through a wall will be bitten by a serpent. When the hedge is broken, the serpents will bite. How do you break the hedge? Sin, dishonor, division. Who's the serpent? The enemy. Who's the snake? The enemy. What's the bite? More destruction because you allowed that hedge to be broken by sin or agreement with it. Oh, it's not taught too much, but it needs to be. It needs to be. To get to the point where you really know that you know, no matter what comes against you, you're always going to be not just okay, not just okay, but you're always going to be on top. Because the word says so. You're the head, you're not the tail. You're The word says so. But it requires a surrenderedness within you and a humility within you and a dependency on the truth of God's word. That's what it requires. The rest of that scripture, for when the hedge is broken, the serpent will bite. The one who plots evil will eventually feel its effects. Give it time. Just give it time. I always say that, especially like when your kids, you know, I, when my kids are young. They're like, but they're doing this and they're doing, mom, don't you say, give it time, give it time. Listen, God is not a fool. He's not, he's not a man that he should lie. He's not a fool. He's not like blind. He's, it's not that he can't see what's going on. Just give it time. But our God is a wall of defense, Zechariah 2.5. He says, I will be a wall of fire around her and the glory in her midst. I love that scripture. I will be a wall of fire around her and the glory huh, in her midst. For he who touches me touches the apple of his eye. Zechariah 2.8. Do you see what I mean about really knowing who you are in Christ? He who touches me touches the apple of his eye. Oh, I wouldn't go there if I were you. I wouldn't go there. 
So we will not bow down to the enemy's schemes, will we? No. We will not allow fear or torment to mute, traumatize us into a place of inactivity. Second Timothy 1, 7. You can quote it with me. God has not given you a spirit of fear, but of power, love, and a sound mind. And if, you, and if you're in my family, it's sound mind. You got to say sound mind. That's how we taught our grandkids. So let every Haman spirit fall into the trap that they devised for us, for you. Let every persecuting, decide, deceptive, wickedly corrupt spirit be terrified at the sound of your voice. Let that sink in for a moment. The sound of your voice. Let every tormenting spirit literally, literally be terrified when they hear you get up and start, hallelujah. And they're terrified because they know, I don't care what you say. I don't care what you sing. Like you, so you sing hallelujah. Sing a, a worship song. You know, you decree the word of God, whatever. But they're terrified because they see you walk with God. Amen. You walk with God. You're the apple of his eye. Amen. So they're literally terrified at the sound of, yeah, your voices. Yeah, pride and deception are, are your downfall. Like, like Haman in the Old Testament, you're going down. The spirits are going down. The unlawful corruption, yeah. It, 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 was, it tried to establish something in your life, but it's literally being disintegrated right now. It's disintegrating right now. I believe it. So our loved ones will not be trapped in a grave of wicked defenses. They will not be like sheep to the slaughter. Come on, they're not going to be like sheep to the slaughter. And I don't care who that loved one is, a child, an adult. It doesn't matter. I've already said that. They will not be like puppets manipulated by their evil pimps. You know that sometimes certain words paint certain pictures. That's exactly what it is, church. Wake up. Evil pimps literally monopolizing and literally deceiving and seducing the lives of those that we love. Mm -mm, mm -mm, mm. We see it. We know it. We absolutely come against it. They will not bow down to demonic seducers who prey upon weak and those that are weak and unassuming. Let, listen to this. Let the fatal sting of the hornet be against every evil scheme set against me and my loved ones. For the Lord has spoken. He said, I will send the hornets ahead of you to drive out your enemy according to the word in Exodus 23, 28. Wow. I will send the hornets, he says. I will send the hornets ahead of you to drive out your enemy. So let the fatal sting of the hornet be right now that is against every evil, us, let every evil assignment right now literally fall to the ground because the Lord says, I will send the hornets ahead of you to drive out the evil assignments. Well, I know this one thing. I have the right message tonight. I know this one thing that for some that are a little uncomfortable, it's good because God causes us to move when we're uncomfortable, if you heed. And for many, you're like, oh, this is good. I gotta write every scripture down. I gotta hear this over and over. I gotta get this committed into my spirit, man. I know I got the right message. Glory to God. Glory to God. So with the whole armor of God, right, we stand. We stand, even in the day of evil, we stand, and we stand against Satan. We stand against his ways. We resist, and we oppose, and we destroy all of his evil, conniving schemes with the sword of the Lord, which is the word of God. The enemy is destroyed. Amen. So I've been given a promise. We've all been given a promise that if we resist the enemy, he has to flee. According to James 4, 7, if we resist the enemy, he has to flee. Learn to resist the enemy. Learn to see what is happening and stand up 
and get a backbone and don't shrink back and say, this is the enemy and you will not pass. We do not battle against flesh and blood. This is Ephesians 6, 12. But against principalities, against powers, against wicked uh, rulers and uh, darkness of this age, against spiritual hosts of wickedness in the heavenly places. For God is able, God is able to make all grace abound towards me, towards you. Which means all favor, means all power, it means all victory. God is able to make it abound. Well, where are you not abounding? Because his word says God is able to make his grace, his favor abound towards you. That's 2 Corinthians 9, 8. God is able to make all grace abound towards you, that you, always having all sufficiency in all things, may have an abundance for every good work. Thank you, Father. Psalm 37, 25, I have been young, now I'm old, yet I see, it says, I have not seen the righteous forsaken, nor his descendants begging bread. So your children. Not seen your, I have not seen my children begging bread. In other words, God is faithful, and he will always take care of you. He will always, but you've got to believe the word, and you've got to stand on the word, or the person that misses out is the one that didn't hold truth, or hold true to the truth, right? Hallelujah. So I will not cast away my confidence, for it has a great reward, Hebrews 10, 35. We're not going to cast away our confidence. I have quoted scripture after scripture after scripture today. I mean, like, lots of scripture. If you are not stirred in your spirit, it's because you're resisting God. He says, he daily loads me with benefits in Psalm 68, 19. The angel of the Lord encamps all around those who fear him and delivers them. Psalm 34, 7, that's why we are not afraid. In Isaiah 26, 3, says, you will keep him in perfect peace whose mind is stayed on you because he trusts in you. You keep your mind stayed on the Lord. You trust in the Lord. He will keep you in perfect peace, even in the midst of a storm, even in the midst of doctors saying certain things that are not good, even in the midst of all types of threats and 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 evil things, hard things to deal with, things that are not of God. He will keep you in perfect peace. This is not just words. These are the words of God. I am telling you they are true. I am telling you God is not a man that he should lie. If I was to ask for testimonies, I'm sure I would get some. But I can tell you myself, I can tell you firsthand, you keep your mind set on the word. He will keep you in perfect peace. But it will be a battle sometimes. You're going to have to fight to keep yourself in that perfect peace. The enemy will fight against you, but you have to be the one stronger than him. You have to be the one that is more resilient and say, I'm not backing down. You're coming against the apple of God's eye. You don't even know who you're dealing with. That's what I'm talking about. The army of God that needs to rise up and be truly militant. There's too many Christians that are just receiving a bad report and walking in it because they didn't know. It's a fight. Get up and fight. It's a battle. Get up and battle. Amen. Amen. 2 Corinthians 1.20. For all the promises of God in him are yes and in him are amen to the glory of God. Every promise, yes and amen. Glory to God. Therefore, Jehovah Jireh, my Lord, hallelujah, he will bring forth all of these promises as we stand in attention, as we stand in faith, as we stand with our swords positioned, resisting the devil's schemes and decreeing the word of the Lord. To God be the glory. For he has set us as his voice in this generation. You are his voice. And since you are his voice, and he is in this generation, and he has set you to decree the truth for such a time as this, let this word that was spoken today, let it cause you to go deeper in your walk. Let it cause you to realize, stop looking to the left and stop looking to the right. Stop being concerned about so-and-so and what they're doing and what they're not doing. God is looking at you. What are you doing with what was just delivered? What are you doing? God is looking at you. Are you going to rise up? Are you going to be the one that is literally loaded daily with his benefits? 
because you refuse to believe the lie of the enemy? Because you can see something as the enemy's tactics and cause your, and be defeated, or you can see it as, but yet God is my provider, and he will not let the righteous be destroyed. And when you stand in truth, you get the victory that that truth has already purchased for you. Amen. Father, we thank you for your word. We bless you, Father. We know, Lord God, that your word is powerful. We know, Lord God, that we just heard your word. We prayed your word. We give you the praise and the glory and the honor. I thank you that you are stirring up hearts right now. I thank you that you are stirring up, Lord God, the people in this room and even online to literally walk, Lord, as the redeemed, to literally walk as those that are saved, to literally walk as those that realize, boy, this is the word of truth. I want more. This is the word of truth. I will not stop. I will not, I will not, I will not be, uh, uh, shortchanged, uh, no way, no how. Uh-uh. Lord, I thank you, Father, for your word has gone forth. Your people have heard. Lord, and now the decision is theirs. And Father, I thank you. Oh, thank you, Jesus. We bless the name of God. We thank you, Lord, for what you are doing because it's good and it's pure and it's true. And we give you all honor and all praise and all of God's children said, Amen.